This is third generation superstar Lance on Hawaii, and you're listening to Marking Out. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. It's a beautiful morning, beautiful weekend starter. That is right. It is time to get it going. Marking out episode 173. You can check out any uh, past episodes at markingout.com. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash markingout. You can follow us on Twitter at markingout. And you can always email us at Marking out one at gmail.com. I am Dave the Rave that all the ladies crave. You can follow me on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO. And I am here with my co host Brandon. You can go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. And when you open up that show, I for one split second thought you were going to say, It's a beautiful morn. But she didn't. It's a beautiful morn? Yeah. Why? That's Neil Diamond. Oh. No, for some reason I'm it's looking at the side and like, it's a beautiful morning. That's oh. going through my head, yeah. Oh. Who sings it? Uh, I wouldn't know. Ah, oh, dude. Come on. The Rascals. Uh, I'm sorry. You've seen them in concert, right? Yeah. I was lucky enough to see them twice. Did I ever say, did I say that Kiss was one of my favorite concerts when that question came up? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I think keep you on, did. All right, because that definitely is. the. That's probably the only band that I would see more than once. Which is so weird, because if you go back and listen to it, it they're, they're not good. It, but, I, it's just like, I, would, I it's, guess it's, it's more like the, like the show. Yeah, it's the live of. experience is phenomenal. We're wrestling fans. We love Pyro. You put Pyro in front of us, we go, ooh. Yeah, right? <laughs> or, or, or we get scared. One or <laughs> okay, the other. relax, Dave. Who are you, Brad? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> No, right. I mean it's awesome. Gene Simmons blows fire and everything. It's like yeah, for sure. I actually want. I really want to see Alice Cooper in concert just because it's the same aspect of you're getting a show with the concert. Isn't he? Did that happen already or what? No, that's happening. What do you mean? He's isn't he playing Jones Beach in Madison Square Garden with the other band that's that's retiring or something? Oh, I I don't know. Yeah, I think he's. I think Alice Cooper's opening for. I want to say Motley Crue. Is Motley Crue ending their stuff? I think so. I I wish that I went to the concert with Chris where uh, it, I think it was Alice Cooper and Iron Maiden, but I couldn't go to it. And I'm I, that's another band I want to see Iron Maiden really bad. Yeah, dude, you should come home and see Alice Cooper. Possibly. They possibly. might even be playing up in Albany. Maybe. I should check it out. They do have a lot of uh, concerts up here. Yeah, they do. That All right. They do. You want to kick off with the uh, first question because I figure you can probably do it a lot better than I can. It's, I feel like it's going to be really, really jumbled up when I say it, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, try and uh, give it my best, maybe. I, I think you're you're going to do a great job. Uh, let's let's see. We have a comment. I'm going to assume or a question from. The fifth most ultimate mark. And it starts out and says, 
Although many mountains may rise from the fiery belly of the earth, only to crumble beneath the weight of their own greatness and magnitude, there is one force that stands taller than the heavens and runs deeper than the oceans that run red in places no man could survive, and that is the force of the fifth most ultimate mark. Therefore, notwithstanding those erstwhile, I have no idea what word that is, marks <laughs> whose footsteps carved valleys as our spirits awaited their birth long before the creation of parts unknown. I speak to you, Brandon and Dave, not as a man nor as a hero, but as the cosmic manifest manifestation of every mark past and present and beyond should i try go ahead what words then shall i speak with this power so great that even the planets tremble at the mere indication of our will to communicate my message concerns only one the one who causes all the ladies to crave my message is for you, Dave. Tears of laughter have rained from the stars above as you impressed us with all, all with our, your ability to recite mortal words to the melody of the sacred Mexican hat uh, ceremony. But can you overcome the ultimate challenge? Brave known as Dave. I challenge you to read your shout-outs to the Divine Symphony of the Ultimate Warrior. Sincerest regards, the fifth most ultimate mark in the universe. Yeah, so I guess this is a challenge for me to read the shameless plugs in as a... Uh, I guess going to the melody of the Ultimate Warriors theme song. I'm gonna tell you though, it's gonna be very difficult, and I, I, I'm, I, I hate to say this, but I don't, I don't have faith in you. I that's all right because I don't really have faith in myself when it comes to that. Uh, but yeah, that I, I kind of like that. If you guys want me to read the shameless plugs to melody, you let us know what melody. Dear Dave, I would like you to read the, your shame, your shameless plugs to the tune of "I Want to Know What Love Is" by Foreigner. <laughs> uh, next comment is from B to B. Hey guys, great podcast as always. I would just like to comment on which I would rather watch: Superstars Main Event or NXT. Me personally, along with my friends that are wrestling fans, all agree that we think NXT is much more entertaining. Because it shows us that you don't need people like John Cena or Randy Orton to have a great show. Thanks again. Follow me on Twitter at NYWC underscore sign guy. Um, yes, I, I agree with you. But I kind of I, – with when I said that last week, I'm kind of talking to the uh, – I guess the – I don't know. I don't want to say unintelligent fans, but not really the people that are up to date with NXT. Maybe the younger uh, audience members. Yeah, I gotta say though, there I feel like there's a young crowd that watches NXT. Just like do you? Yeah, because it's like, my God, Dad, I see they have this WWE network. I don't know. Like as a kid growing up, I'd rather watch like uh, 
Bret Hart and like not, those guys, as opposed to watching, it's, uh, it's let's say Owen Hart in Japan or something like like someone on the saying? someone on the smaller market. But it's different now. Meh. It's a completely different thing. Like you have, you, you have that star power in NXT, but it's not. It's a different star power, I guess. Well, I guess, I guess back then you also didn't have the uh, same technical abilities as you do today. I Even mean, before that, though, I mean, I know, like, I, I know guys like Pac and everything, or Adrian Neville. I always call him Pac, and I feel like I've only seen him wrestle once, but it's completely different like back when you first started watching wrestling they had territories there was no wwf yeah but the thing yeah it was (laughs) oh because you turned like 50 this this past weekend no i turned 29 um but (gasps) back then like it was all like it was all vhs's like and pretty much you would go if one of my friends got like the uh one of the japanese death matches of terry funk versus uh, Mick Foley, we would go watch that VHS to go check it out. Is that the only Japanese VHS you've ever seen? Because that's the only one you always mention on here. That's the only. That's the only one that I actually remember. But I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, I mean, I was really just strictly a WWF fan, right? As we've heard in the past. Yeah. <laughs> Up next, we have a comment. A question from Jay Ford. Saying, hey guys, big fan of the show. My question is, what do you think is next for Brad Madox? Why do you say Madox? It just fits better on my tongue. It doesn't. It's not proper. Oh, it doesn't fit better on my tongue? No, it doesn't fit better on your tongue. That's what it comes out and says. Uh, Bernie Madoff, Brad Madox. (laughs) Uh, I actually do think that Brad Maddox is very talented. I don't think this is the end of him. Um, I do like him in that kind of uh, authority role. Uh, I kind of forgot how he was as a wrestler, though. Well, we saw him wrestle at WrestleMania 30. Did we? Yeah, in that battle royal. He entered himself, recall? Oh, yeah. I I don't remember, but I think it was a dumb move, but and I really do hope this isn't like the pathway for Flair to come in, or maybe they listen to the podcast and this is the pathway for Steve Sting. Borden, Steve yeah. Borden, Sting to come in and be like, it's showtime, folks. Even though who would who would be appointing him that Vince McMahon would have to rise from wherever he is from behind gorilla position and be like. Triple H and Stephanie, the authority, I have a, a new uh, general manager for the show. So how about and the authority, appoints, authority appoints someone and then Vince McMahon rises up and replaces them? The authorities appointed the last, like... So who do you see coming in to replace Brad Maddox now? Unfortunately, oh, actually, I don't know, because that Ric Flair left on shaky grounds with Triple H last time. Yeah. I have I mean, no idea. Everything that we've seen with Ric Flair is pretty much just managing uh, rumors and all of that. And it seems like Mick Foley is on shaky terms with WWE. I would love for it to be Sting, although I have no idea. I mean, realistically, it's actually getting tougher to pick because of everyone's uh, stances. There's been so many general managers of Monday Night Raw. 
whereas SmackDown had like four or five or something like that. Yeah. Raw had like 17 or 14, some large number in the teens. But Uh, I don't know. Because, I mean, Triple H and Stephanie appointed, well, Vince kind of did it, but they appointed AJ. Oh, yeah. As, like, Vince kind of was there for it, but he didn't do it, but... Wait, no, didn't Vince do it? Uh, didn't I he... think Vince? I think Vince appointed her the... Uh... And who was who was GM before her? Vicky? Yeah, Vicky was. Yeah, yeah, but Vin, I think Vince McMahon was the one that fired Vicky and then appointed AJ the new GM. I could swear Triple H and Stephanie were involved in that too, though. I don't think so. Um, next comment is from Eric. It's me, it's me, it's that Montreal broski. What's up, guys? Awesome show last week, as always. I just wanted to stop by this week to thank you guys for the awesome podcast. It kept me sane during finals, which, let's be honest, is almost impossible. On to my question. I've seen online that the WWE is rumored to be interested in Kevin Steen. Say this word true. Who would you guys like to see Steen face in the WWE? A jump rope. Keep up the good work, guys. I know I'm not the only one who looks forward to the podcast every week. Talk about jinxing it, right? And although they may have been eliminated by now, go Habs, go. Well, do you know how they got that nickname? No, I actually wanted. I've been meaning to look that up, but I've always forgotten to look it up. Why? I, I believe it's French for uh, it's. They shortened it from Les Habitationes or whatever. However, you say uh-huh. habitants in French. But why? Like, what's the relation were, of that and the Montreal Canadiens? Because I guess they're like the French people were the habitants. Oh. Yeah, so they took that and shortened it to the Habs. All right. Um, Kevin Steen, definitely, uh, apparently he was offered a development contract. Uh, I Honestly, I want to see him versus generic, uh, versus Zane as one of the, on NXT. Because uh, I want to, but let me, I, I, the only reason I want to see that as one of his first is so that he could put on display what he can do. Yeah, but you're not supposed to do that. Well, I mean, we've seen Sami Zayn and Pac put on amazing matches, and they've wrestled each other numerous occasions. I mean, a lot of these guys incoming have been around the block with each other for a while. Yeah, that's definitely I mean, true. I mean, I just want to see Steam be able to like wow the crowd, and then you can move from there. Um, main stage wise, I'm not too sure. Maybe, uh, maybe him versus Sheamus would be actually kind of good. I don't know. I feel like I am leaning more towards Kevin Steen versus Scotty Tuhati. Why? You think that he should come in and squash? No, absolutely not. So who, would be, you, who would squash who? What are you, what are you implying? Who would squash who in that? Why? Are you not a fan of Kevin Steen? No, no, no. Who would squash who though? Is Kevin that... Steen would be the winner. Oh, why would I don't know. I don't care. Scotty too hotty. I don't know. It just popped into my head, and I think that would be a really good match. Actually, you're such a mark. No, <laughs> fuck you. All right, so so you if you could so? choose someone, if you could choose someone on the main on the roster currently, who could who would you choose? On the current roster, Kevin yeah. Steen versus Wade Barrett. That I could actually see as a really good match too. 
Yeah. All right, so you're going Wade Barrett. I'll go with Sheamus. Not that I, I want to see Kevin Steen wrestle, but... I, I do. I think he's talented, and I think he's got great mic skills, and he's a good draw. I mean, he's, so. he's really cool. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think he's going to be a good good pickup for the WWE. It's just until I see him actually wrestling in WWE, I don't know. If, I don't, I don't, well, I can't, I don't see I mean, it. I can't see it. But that's but you also don't know you haven't it's not like you've seen so many Kevin Steen matches. Yeah, but I've seen enough live I mean, that That's true, you have seen a good amount live. The one person that I'm actually curious about recently, because I was watching a lot of Switch uh Switchblade conspiracy promos, what's gonna happen with Sammy Callahan? I mean, we haven't seen him make his debut on NXT yet. We saw him uh, we saw last, the house show stuff. Yeah, in December. But this is back in December where he made the, I guess, his live debut uh, as like that crazy hacker. Maybe they're repackaging him because that was, to me, a dumb gimmick. Oh, I agree. But like I'm watching these promos of uh, Sammy Callahan, um, Solomon Crow, and Dean Ambrose back when they were in CCW together. Putting them together would be unbelievable. I mean, yeah, you want to see Ambrose on his own, but I think it could work. That's another thing is, like, until I actually see Sammy or Solomon Crow wrestle in WWE, I just, I I can't see it. Yeah. I I, I mean, I felt that way with, uh, with Zayn. It's sometimes tough. Yeah, but him, he's, he's like a jar of entertainment. I, From his entrance I, to his finisher, I, don't know, I I found them all entertaining, and I love the fact that Sami Zayn's kind of teasing the brainbuster, like he'll go up to the turnbuckle and it will start to look like for those that do know the maneuver, it will start to look like he's going for that. I mean, to your ordinary fan that doesn't know, it will be looking like he's going for a top rope suplex, and then it will be uh, prevented. I can see Cal uh, see Zayn being allowed to do the brainbuster on the main stage. Oh, I think absolutely he'll be able to. And that's and that's going to be the only time that he debuts it is once he's actually up. I think it'll be the very first match on Raw when the, he comes in. Not being like the first match on Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His but, first match on Raw, I think. I, I agree. Up next, we have uh, comments and questions from Jason Linick. Hey guys, I might be commenting too late, which you're not, but I still wanted to get a few things out there and open for, oh, I don't know why I'm doing this, and for discussion. I want to, like, I'm for some reason, a Jamaican accent starting to come out of my mouth. <laughs> First off, I wanted to thank Dave for sending me those Prince David clips on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. I just enjoyed getting to see some New Japan pro wrestling, especially since I'm not too familiar with it. I just wanted to get your thoughts on Colt Cabana, Cliff Compton, $5 wrestling, and all that stuff. I don't know much about them, but I do know Colt recently had his 200th episode of his podcast, a milestone you yourselves will be reaching soon. Do you ever see Colt and or Compton making it to the WWE? Thanks, as always, for the entertaining podcast. Don't forget about NYWC Fusion on May 31st. 
Maybe I'll see you there or catch you at the next one. Jason. At JLinick on Twitter. Um, first of all, I mean, they've already been in WWE, I guess. Yeah. But to make it back to WWE, I don't know. I really see that's another thing with Cabana. I, like, he's one I of those guys, like, I don't see... I don't see Cabana fitting in. Yeah, I don't see Cabana in WWE. I don't see Compton in WWE. I would, $5 love, wrestling. I would Five, love for Cliff Compton to come back to WWE. I was such it, a fan of Deuce and Domino. Yeah, you were. You were. I, I really wasn't. $5 wrestling is not really my cup of tea. I'm not really a fan of it all that much. Uh, sometimes it's funny, but sometimes I don't give a shit. So, but I don't and see Sometimes you run? Huh? I said, and sometimes you run. Possibly. I think that's a Britney Spears song. I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, two hundredth episode. I, I mean, I pick and choose which podcasts I listen to, like episode wise. Like, if it doesn't have a wrestler that I want to hear, I won't listen. I mean, right now, I there's just so many that I do want to listen to that I have on iTunes that I like Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. I, I I'm not a religious listener uh, on a weekly basis. So pretty much it all ends up getting stored up until I take a drive somewhere where I could actually listen to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh... Oh, and no problem with sending you the uh, Prince Devitt clips and all that. What did you send him? I sent him, like, uh, Devitt versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, Devitt versus Tanahashi, Devitt versus Pac, uh, Adrian Neville, um... And I may have sent him Devitt versus Kenny Omega. Uh, just really good matches. Um, in your yeah. opinion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, always... I'm just kidding. I'm sure no, it's no, in everybody you're... else's opinion as well. No, you're, you're correct. It's, it's in my opinion. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that he'll enjoy all of those matches, or nor would anybody else. I mean, I personally just like them. So. Yeah. And I really wasn't joking when I said Scotty too hot versus Kevin Steen. I have to let you know something. Um, He's going to let me know during, something, brother. No, during the break, like when we go to the musical or whatever break uh, in the middle, uh, I'll, I have to look it up. But uh, Too Cool are reuniting on the indie scene. Yeah, I saw it, and that's horseshit. I want to see that. Yeah, I was going to ask you if uh, you and Corey were going to go to it. I don't know. Um, I got to look. Oh, I think it's PPW. In Pennsylvania. I saw that like last two weeks ago or something like that. And I was like, damn. Yeah, Lance, Lance is going to be there too. Yeah, so uh, let's, let's thank everybody for the questions and comments this week. Uh, let's kick it off. Oh, yeah. Oh, here okay, it is. I'm all backwards. Yeah, June 20, 21st, PPW going to have a Grand, Grandmaster's Sex Say and Scotty Too Hotty teaming up. It's June 21st? Yeah, June 21st in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Is it Hazleton? Hazleton, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you got Havoc, Lance on Hawaii, and a bunch of others. Yeah, well, now that we mentioned that, I guess we might as well go right into some independent professional wrestling coming up, right? Hell yeah, might as well kick it off with some indie news and uh, talk. Yeah, let's kick it off with Pro Wrestling Syndicate Supercard 2014 from the Rahway Rec Center for the first time since 2012, pre-Hurricane Sandy, uh, June 7th, this Saturday. 
Um, you're going to have an in-ring appearance by Bret Hart. Guest commissioner for the night is Booker T. Uh, we have some big title matches going on. Uh, I kind of feel like the two of them are getting kind of played out, though. Brett on the, on the indie or scene. Booker. Booker, Booker, both of them. But why Booker? Uh, because Booker, I'm seeing on the indie scene a lot. But where? Um, they have him upcoming at. Uh, I have it in my notes. Uh, Northeast a, Wrestling. Yeah, that's and then and same thing with Bret Hart. He's going to be there. Like what, I feel like they're all over. But what you have to understand is that's a different market. I mean, you know what I mean, Connecticut. Yeah, that's a completely different market. It's not yeah. near. I don't know how far from here it is. Yes, it's definitely easy. Well, not easy, but it's definitely. You could definitely travel from New York or New Jersey to Connecticut, but for a train that's what, like ninety? Is it ninety minutes or thirty minutes? What is it from Penn Station to Rahway? Even I don't it's know. Like, I it's such a it. quick train ride. So no, no, it's I'm, just I'm, a different. I'm just different saying. market. They have a bombshells match three on three. Uh, I believe both championships are on the line here. Uh, it's the bombshells, and what was the other one called? Majestic, I think. Yeah, the Majestic Championship. Um, it's going to be La Rosa Negra teaming up with the Backseat Girls to take on Sin, which is Hania, uh, Amber Rodriguez, and Jesse K. You're also going to have a Suicidal Six-Way title match featuring the champion Matt McIntosh versus Teddy Hart versus Sanjay Dutt versus Facade, TDS, the drunken uh, swashbuckler, and Shinron, the Spirit Dragon. Uh, that's going to be a match that I would be most interested in, especially because of the high-flying action in there. I mean, you got Dutt, Hart, and fa uh, Facade and TDS. You have Teddy I mean, Hart. It's Shinron I haven't seen yet, but Dude, I'm sure Shinron, he's I, I'm like, that singles match, apparently he's like an acrobatic teacher or something. So, yeah. Or gymnastic right. so, teacher. So, in that match, you have... I don't. I don't think Macintosh is really that high flyer, but what is he? We always we've seen him diving every single match. I think, but but I but just like your basic uh, senton or whatever. Like I guess Bronco compared to Teddy Hart, is anybody a high flyer? Facade. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> Teddy Hart is like. Yeah. Teddy Hart is like. I don't both. know. Facade is up there. Oh, that's pretty um, cool. Teddy Hart and Bret Hart are the same. Whoa, oh my god. <laughs> it's like Inception, bro. I never saw Inception, so I really don't think it is. But we also have a ladder match for the PWS Tag Team titles going on. Uh, that being the Lone Rangers, John Silver and Pat Buck, defending their titles, defending their titles against the Reynolds brother, Kyle and Alex. Brothers. I, I'm still pulling for Alex and Kyle in this one. I am pulling for the Reynolds brothers here as well. Uh, and then in the main event, you're going to have the PWS title on the line as Mario Bocara, uh, Bocara defends his championship against Bonesaw, both undefeated wrestlers. Um, sh they had an intense, insane, uh, very good contract signing at the last event. So it's only going to – you can only imagine that it's going to be a very good match. Yeah, and I, I really do think of all the great – freaking matches announced for this show i am most looking forward to that title match 
Um, yeah, like I said, mine would be the Suicidal Six Way. Uh, you can check out all the matches too for yourself at ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. Um, and yeah, go check it out. Yeah. Alternatively, we also have uh, two House of Hardcore shows coming up. The first one taking place Friday, June 6th at the Mid-Hudson Civic Center in Poughkeepsie, New York. Did you just say Poughkeepsie? As opposed to what? Poughkeepsie? Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. Yeah, Poughkeepsie. There you go. Poughkeepsie. No. My God, what is Poughkeepsie doing here in the impact zone? <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that's that's taking place at the Mid-Hudson Civic, Civic Center in Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. It's House of Hardcore 4. Yeah, uh, just a heads up. Go to houseofhardcore.net, not .com. Did we say .com? No, but I went to .com at one point no in way. the library. No way. Yeah. No. Are you for real? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am not even joking. I had to X out of that screen so quick. That that reminds me of a story uh, in fifth grade. I don't know if I told it on the show ever. <laughs> but in fifth grade, we were in class, and we had, like, free time. And uh, how old are you in fifth grade? What are we, like... Nine, ten, ten-ish, maybe eleven. Uh, yeah, it sounds accurate. And uh, I guess back in the day, we were we were easily excited by little people. Wait, were you aroused by a midget? Not aroused. What the fuck? <laughs> we're kids. We think little people were funny back then. Okay, we think so, that they're funny now too. Look at El Torito. I don't think it's funny. I take El Torito very seriously. All right. But we went, it was a group of me and like maybe four other guys, kids at the time, obviously fifth grade, went to midgets.com. <laughs> and it was literally like, it was porn. There weren't midgets or anything, but it was porn. And we you're were like, like, you're like Cartman from South Park where he was making fun of the midget, weren't you? No, we were just literally. I don't like using the word midget. Can we say little person? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what it was, though. It was midget or midgets.com. And we went to it and we were like, holy shit, like, we're going to get fucking in trouble for this. And yeah. uh, the teacher, the teacher saw and she sent me to the library to tell the librarian that that website needs to be blocked. That's so funny. I was a fifth grade kid going up to probably I would assume early thirties librarian being like yeah there's a there's a porn site called midgets.com that needs to be blocked. Your librarian's like yeah I got that bookmarked. <laughs> don't worry about it. I'll take care of that. Yeah. So that and I don't know if it's still that site, but in two thousand it was. So. But yeah, how's it going? That's disappointing. Dot net. <laughs> Is the website? Yeah, uh, it was so it was pretty embarrassing too because I went to the, the houseofhardcore.com. What exactly like, was it? It was like full fledged like action on the front page, like on the home page. So it was born. Oh, completely. Yeah, like it came up and like I had people, uh, a person sitting next to me. So I was just like. <laughs> Like I have like our local man Twitter. in Troy, New York, gets arrested for porn in the library. Dude, I had, he was looking up wrestling. I had like our Twitter account and handle and everything because I was about to promote their last hard, House of Hardcore show, and then I went to pull up the website to promote to see what the matches were, and then I went to the .dot com and I was just like, oh shit! 
Um, how are they yeah. not even blocked? Like how you could just go to anything in a, what in the library? Yeah, I guess so. I actually I've seen people. I've seen nasty don't, old don't men on hear this. I've seen nasty old men on the Playboy website in the library. It's very uncomfortable and inappropriate. Well, there's nothing really wrong with the Playboy website. Uh, what this guy was watching it was. I wish there was a good segue. I don't think Rebby Sky is booked anywhere, but she was in Playboy. You could check that out. Yeah, <laughs> could be segues into. Uh, future events that we're going to talk about well I'll yes up. anyway though there's a, a bunch of matches announced for this you have the phenomenal one aj styles uh taking on chris hero yeah you also, also have have whoops huh i said you also have as the same time you said oh you also that's have. funny yeah no say- well styles versus hero should be a very good match um i don't know if this may be their first time meeting on Recently, that's yeah, recently, but I was gonna, I thought you were gonna say in general because I, I was gonna say that's really odd if it is because yeah, it can't be in general. I mean, if it was ever, I think that they would put it as like singles match first time ever or right. something like that, but even still, should didn't be a we see, great match. Didn't we see AJ Styles versus Chris Hero when Chris Hero first came back to the I, I thought that that was it, it could be the only place that it would be is 2CW. Because but I could I, swear I remember having a conversation being like, is this their first time wrestling? And then you were like, no. That's, that's the thing. I don't know. I know they were both on 2CW. I don't know if they faced each other when Chris Hero got released or if they were just on the card together. All right. So um, you also have Tommy Dreamer tagging up with Abyss. Oh, giving to take away the on, main event right now, right? Huh? I assume that's the main event. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that, that's the match I would assume is the main event. All right, well, Tommy Dreamer and Abyss taking on Team 3D, the uh, the Dudley boys, Bully Ray and Devon Dudley yeah, in an old-school extreme hardcore war match. Which, um, I mean, all three of those competitors are original ECW members, Abyss 100% would have fit right in with them. I'm just thinking the same thing, definitely. Um, you, you'll probably see a flaming table. It should be an amazing match. Um, you'll also see a three-way dance, one fall finish, Tony Nese versus Alex Reynolds versus Petey Williams. This will be their uh, third and final match against each other, I believe, at House of Hardcore. Is it really the final match? I think that's what it was billed as. I think it was kind of like a best of three series. Well, I mean, um, who has the victory right now? Who's the upper hand? I don't recall. I think Tony Nice won one and Petey Williams won one. Yeah, so now I guess Alex Reynolds could win one. Hopefully. Uh, we uh, also have a tag team match with Eddie Kingston teaming up with Homicide. To take on Bad Influence, we know them from Impact Wrestling as Bad Influence, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. Uh, recently, recently both released from Impact or TNA? I don't think Frankie was released. Oh, you don't think so? Uh, Daniels, I think, was. Frankie, I think his... Well, I think they're both contracts just expired. Oh, and well, I that yeah, Frankie, right. That's right. Yeah, I think Frankie, they were going to offer him a contract, but... It wasn't the. It was a lot less than what he was getting, so he didn't sign. Um, you're also going to have Kevin Steen taking on Adam Pierce. 
Um, it should be a very good show. This is going on uh, June 6th, Poughkeepsie. You'll have Al Snow, Godfather, um, Matt Stryker, Hurricane Helms, and a ton more. Yeah. Game out. Um, and then the night that, that after. That froze, by the way. What did you say? With what? Oh, I was just saying uh, go check it out. Oh. Um, and then the night after, you're going to have House of Hardcore 5, June 7th. At the National Guard Armory in Philadelphia, PA. Um, you're going to have in the main event Kevin Steen taking on AJ Styles. Yes, you're also going to have an extreme monster ball match. Abyss taking on Tommy Dreamer. Partners collide in that one. In a match that is, I don't think any fan would want to see. It's Bully Ray and Devon, Team 3D taking on Bad Influence, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. Yeah, we also are going to have a three-way dance with uh, CZW own, CZW's own Drew Gulak to take on uh, Tony Nese and Petey Williams, which I yes. guess that's, that's going to be a very technical, high-flying match. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with definitely technical and uh, uh, a lot of Matt wrestling. I would uh, go with definitely technical and a little bit of high-flying, bro. Yeah, um, yeah. so that's all the independent wrestling that we have for the week at the current time. Yeah, that's, um, there, I mean, there's tons of other Yeah, there's a ton more. Match. Gangrel's going to be there. Chris Hero's wrestling. Kevin Steen's going to be there. You have said that already, though. Yeah, ch- check it out. HouseOfHardcore.net um, if you're interested. And if you go all. to .com and you get a virus, don't blame us. But let us know because then we'll share it with the podcast and we can get a little laugh out of it. Um, You're so but it has malicious. to be like that's so like violent of you to 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 laugh at somebody else's misfortunes like that. Well, technically, aren't they laughing at ours? Well, whose misfortune is there? I don't know. I mean, what you think nobody laughed at your story of you being. Uh, 11 years old going to the librarian. That's not, but that's not like a misfortune. Can you block this porn site for me? (laughs) I can go to this porn site. That's not a misfortune. And it was so weird. And in school, I was always that person that had to go to like the principal's office or something like that. How many times did you have to tell the the librarian that you went to a porn site? No, no, no. It was just that one time. But another time in seventh grade, there was a kid in my social studies class listening to his uh cd player for those of you kids who are listening there they were what came before ipods and ipads and everything and right like after that. a walk man yes uh, and he was listening to it in class or i don't even know if he had it on he had the headphones around his neck maybe and my teacher goes i was sitting in the way way back and my teacher goes brandon i want you to come up here i'm like okay in front of the whole class, dead silent. I want you to take this to the dean's office. I'm like, I don't want to get involved in this shit. Like, what the fuck? That's that's wrong, <laughs> right? That's not right. That's bullshit. You, like, it's like the teacher wanted you to be bullied. Yeah, and then I, I went to the <laughs> dean's office. I gave them gave them the stuff, and I, I think by the time I got to the dean's office, that kid was in it already. Which, like, I guess I got, well, I don't know if I got lost to the dean's office or. They were like, Brandon, I, like, I don't know Brandon, what, what happened to you. No, one time I went in, in, uh, in sixth grade, I got, I went, uh, it was after lunch and this kid was pushing everybody into each other. 
And I was fu- I was fed up with that. And a friend of mine uh, and I went to the dean's office, and on their door it says, "Sorry, we're closed," and it's like a joke, I guess. So we just we just we didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we we didn't go to that, and the kid lived another day. That's funny. I have a few good school stories. Back was- in seventh grade, in Spanish class, one of the teachers. She just got a fresh new haircut and everything. So she comes into class. She's <laughs> a fresh new haircut. A fresh new haircut. And she thinks that she looks amazing. And she turns to us. She's like, how do you guys like my haircut? I just got it done. I, I told her how I thought it looked. I told her it looked like a squirrel plopped on her head and died. What age was this? Uh, seventh grade. And um, the crowd, the crowd, <laughs> the class began to laugh and I got to spend my lunch period with the principal. What did they say to you for that? I don't know. Keep my mouth shut. (laughs) It's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, and and in high school though, I never really, I never got in trouble for the most part. Every time I got in trouble, I would be like, like detention, uh, I would get at, be able to get out of det- detention and be like, yeah, I'm just going to go to the uh, wrestling room or something. Like, yeah, see, I got detention two times in my high school career. The, the, the last time I had detention was in 11th grade, and I went to the dean's office. And actually, this happened both times, but I went to the dean's office, and I went and I explained it to one of the uh, assistant principals. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, so I got in trouble for this. And he goes, give me that. And he ripped it up and I didn't have to go to detention. And then uh, before that, previously in uh, 10th grade, uh, 10th grade I had a Spanish class. A Spanish teacher would like always be furious. At, at, I was like, about no to say, what. I have another story, but it's all a Spanish class. Yeah, he was like always furious. And uh, at one point, uh, what happened? One point somebody like was fucking with me. And said, oh, Mr. So-and-so, Mr. So-and-so, Brandon just did this. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there, like, with my hand, like, leaning against my desk and everything. And he goes, I saw him. I saw him do that. And he wrote me a detention slip. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? And then the kid that that told on me. Ended like, up just, being a... <laughs> no, the kid that fought, was fucking with me took the detention slip and ripped it up. In front of my teacher's face, and <laughs> my teacher started yelling at me as if I ripped it up. And I went to the dean's office or whatever. Not the dean's office. I went to the main office, and I spoke to uh, that same that same dean, I guess. The assistant principal, dean, whatever he was. And I was like, this is from this teacher. Like, do you honestly, like, have you ever seen me in here before? And he goes, no. And he took it, and, and he ripped that one up, too. So I was lucky with that one. But in that Spanish class, man, we used to really fuck with the teacher because, like, he was just so easy to get. Yeah. There was yeah. one point we had him, the whole class had him convinced that one student was on steroids. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh. And this one time I was, in, we were all in the back of the classroom. We were supposed to be doing work, but we were like, now nah, we're going to do this. And we all stood up and, like, we were getting ready to leave. It was probably 10 minutes of class left. And... In my high school, there were there like giant glass windows for the for the wall, I guess, for the outside of the wall, and 
and uh, we were standing against the wall, and I go, boom! And I fall to the ground as hard as I could after smashing my hand into the window. And the teacher, like, pushes the desk forward, pushes his chair backwards, stands up and goes, what just happened? And everyone's like, teacher, teacher, this kid just pushed Brandon, and he's on the floor, he's laying on the floor, blah, blah, blah. And the teacher was furious. And I felt so terrible. Because he, and he was, and then... <laughs> That's pretty dick. Yeah, and then after that, after that happened, we were all sitting back down, and the teacher's talking to the kid. He goes... You know, you shouldn't be taking steroids. You should, here's like head off steroids, blah blah blah. And like gave him a whole talk about how steroids are bad at That's our age funny. or whatever. Yeah. You went all Mr. Mackey on him. I got it in, in Spanish class again. Um, all right, so in Spanish, who doesn't doodle on their desk, right? I don't Every, doodle on my desk. I have oh, books filled with doodles, but all right, I used to doodle on my actual desk. I have to first say I apologize if this isn't boring. If this is boring for everybody, yeah. Else if you if if you like hearing us tell stories, let us know. We'll tell more funny stories. So I'm doodle. I used to doodle all the time on my school desk. And what grade is this? Uh, this was seventh grade, seventh or eighth grade. But I was doodling on the desk and. I would doodle wrestling stuff like, and I would like, or I would write out like wrestlers names in like bubble letters. He's sitting like that. there in seventh grade with a giant poontang on his desk. Like I, I have like the ECW logo. I have the WWE logo, WWF logo. And like, I have like whatever, like a wrestler is associated with that, like written down around there or something. So and at some point, like I must have covered an entire desk or an entire quarter of a desk. And the teacher called me to the front after the class. She's like, all right, I'm going to give you detention. You're going to have to stick around and you have to clean the desk. And I told I, I was so adamant that I didn't do it. And there was no hiding that there was there was no other way around it that this was me. And I was denying everything. <laughs> Um, like Dave, we have you on on camera. It's, yeah, we we have you you we have you writing out Tommy Dreamer and all the Dudley Boys on the desk right now. Um, we have like, you we have no, you writing Big me. Dick, Bubba, Spike. <laughs> yeah, like I, I that's what I would do. I, if I thought of a wrestler's name, I would write it on the desk. And you never thought to use notebook paper. It didn't have the same – I wasn't a fan of it. I, I wanted people to know that that was my desk. I didn't start writing on desks till I got to college. Yeah. <laughs> and even then it wasn't the desk. I wrote on the wall. Yeah, so that was kind of funny. Uh, in, in, in Spanish class when they ask – you know how they ask you – Spanish in, in I know, right? We have to – next time maybe we'll think of other stories that's not Spanish class. In I Spanish gave you class. One, one or Wait, two what was your, Spanish – Wait, what, what was your Spanish class name? What do you mean? Like, did they ask you, uh, have you choose, like, a name? Oh, um, that was in sixth grade. Sixth grade, shit, man. I don't know if I'm going to remember you now. Were you psychosis? Okay. I, they, they <laughs> asked, the teacher asked me what I wanted to be known as. Like, what's my Mexican name? So I told her. I was just, like, wrote down an entire list, and I had it on the list. Psychosis, uh, Ray Mysterio, <laughs> and all these other like Lucha Libre names, and I'm like, "What about Psychosis?" She's like, "No." So then I ended up. My Spanish name was Ray. I think I might have just been Brandon. Ray. I don't think I don't recall having. I remember having to make 
uh, like name cards, but I don't like to put on our desk so the teacher would yeah. know us. But I don't recall. Yeah, I don't, I don't really recall having a Spanish name. Really? Yeah, mine. Mine was Ray for Ray Mysterio, and then uh, another class I was Carlos. It should have been. It should have been Mark. Yeah, right. Mark, <laughs> no, it should have been Marco. Yeah. Okay. Relax. Marco. Huh. All yeah. right. So uh, that was our show this week. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm just kidding. All right, want to take a little break, a little breather, and then we'll get into some uh, sports entertainment. Yes, we will uh, be back very shortly right here on Marking Out. Oh, it's only a, a sound thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, to... here's the thing. I thought he was about to film me saying this, but I guess it's just a uh, vocal thing. So I'm going to make it really good. I'm going to make sound effects, voice effects, all this shit. Listen. <clears throat> And you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back after that short little break. Uh, as I remember that opening of this week's show, I completely fr- messed up. It's not Morn. What an idiot. I, I, it's, it's noise. I don't know how I could say Morn and, with that Neil Diamond song. I don't know. That was just disappointing to me. Yeah, it didn't really sound. Oh, shut proper. up! Like you don't know Neil Diamond. Screw you. I know Neil Diamond. He's in that movie with uh, the guy from American Pie. Saving Silverman. Yeah. What now? What now? Yeah, and then he's in another movie with Jeremy Piven and Gary. Gary, fuck, what's his name? You Gary see? Marshall. Gary Marshall. Penny Marshall's br- brother. The only Jer- Jeremy Piven movie I really like is PCU. That was a good movie. Yeah. I think. Was that Favreau? Uh, yeah. Okay. That yeah. was where, like, David Spade. Yeah, when they were, like, 20 years old. Now they're, yeah. now they're filming Entourage movies and Iron yeah. Man. Jesus Christ. What a career they've had. But yeah, right? let's start this second half off with over-pronouncing every single word, apparently. Smackdown. Uh, let's start the bads, shall we? Let's do it. Let's start with the opening. Yes. Jimmy Hart was out there and introduced Hulk Hogan for them to open SmackDown. Uh, I could only assume that this took place to boost the ticket sales there. It had to have because it was... It was so pointless. I I thought it was dumb to open with them. It was just, ladies and gentlemen, here's Hulk Hogan. Down, 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 down. Let you tell me something, brother. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, Jimmy Hart was on Legends House, brother. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, they all they did was My put brothers. over Legends House and the network. That's it. It made no sense. Like, I, I, other than, I guess, the network wasn't available in, in the But Europe that's the thing. Yet. I thought that the network was available worldwide. No. There's, uh, there's places that ban the internet there. That's just, like, wild to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's reality, but it's just it, like such it, an abstract thought of, uh, of what? internet being banned. Yeah, if I had to grow up in what Korea is it that banned the internet or whatever, I would be or China. I don't know which country over there. He wouldn't Somewhere have to go to the Asia. librarian's office as much as he did as a kid. <laughs> yeah, but we barely had internet back then. <laughs> was, I think it was AOL key, keyword search midgets. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It wasn't. It was dot com. 
But yeah, that Hogan and Hart segment, I just didn't understand why, like the placement of it and why it had to happen. Yeah, I guess. I it's mean, the cool placement that- I could the only reason I could see the placement is because Hogan's getting old and he has to get home to go to sleep. I don't. I mean, think it was that. That would be the only reason I could see why they would think it's a good idea to open with it. I, I mean, you're know. better off opening with Ziggler Batista. And I also, I don't, I don't, what, what, like. Jimmy Hart, why is he always with Hulk Hogan? I I would get sick and tired of Jimmy Hart if I was Hogan. As I would get... You don't even watch Legends House. You don't even watch Legends House. Jimmy yeah, Hart... I, if you're being, to give, to being together with someone for so long, I would get tired of them. At thanks, the, uh, thanks, Dave, for that, that week and a half long cruise that we took. But... Uh, the on Legends House, Jimmy Hart doesn't eat. They they sat down for like a nice dinner and uh, they cooked. It was what was it? Uh, Tony made meatloaf, and it was a meatloaf for everyone to eat. And Jimmy's like, "Oh, I don't eat meatloaf. I'm I'm fine with my cheese, my crackers." Who doesn't eat meatloaf? Meatloaf is so good. I I can understand if you're a vegetarian or a vegan or something, but I just I haven't seen Jimmy Hart eat anything other than meat, crackers. I mean, not meat, cheese, crackers, and beans. It's that's like, a healthy diet. I mean, I'm sure it's not it's not this healthy. Beans are healthy. Yeah, but that's weird. Another bad was Vicky Guerrero and Adam Rose segment. Yeah, um, Vicky cut like this weird promo. Yeah, and then and then with Adam can, Rose she can and hang uh, with Adam Rose and everything and yeah, teasing like that. Uh, Vicky Guerrero was going to, I guess, um, fall off the apron into the crowd yeah, surfing. Like no, not even they weren't teasing that. Like it was very predictable that that was going to happen, but. Oh, without a doubt. I have a feeling, like, it looked like it should have happened on one try, not three or two, whatever more takes it took. Yeah. Uh, because it would have been more believable for her to fall back without her having to see, oh, they're behind me, let me go back up into this position and you shove your lollipop back in my face. Yeah, I think that it was just Vicky Guerrero being hesitant about this spot. I just think it was predictable and, and dumb. Oh, I, yeah, I without a doubt. I I think it was poor use of Adam Rose. Yeah. But, um, uh, let's, there's but no, that's it. There's, that's all the good – that's all the bads we had. Yes, there's no middles this week, folks. Yeah, it's either good or bad. So let's move on to the goods, tough guy. No, you're not going to – No, I thought you were going <laughs> to go introduce, but uh, we had Dolph Ziggler taking on Batista and losing by uh, – DQ? No, uh, uh, no, no DQ. It was, it was, it was a no, no DQ, DQ match. match, Dave. Yeah, it was, it was a no DQ match, tough uh, guy. Yeah, uh, what did you think about that end where Ziggler went for that famouser off the apron and then kind of like caught his foot on the steps? It was interesting. It, I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. It was a moment where it was just like, I hope that he meant to do that. This, But like this, this whole mini feud with, with Dolph Ziggler on SmackDown to me is just so pointless it's like we don't see any like the matches are great but we don't hear mention of it on raw and yeah. it's, it's just like it's evolution versus the shield on on raw and smackdown for the most part kind of and then on smackdown it's batista versus ziggler yeah i i think you're absolutely correct in this um 
they barely they're not really it's like batista has two separate storylines going on at the time yeah and honestly it's like i i i really just wish that ziggler was able to make himself look good as like a champion rather than having to make others look good yeah and once again going to my point that i think i you got to respect batista for what he's doing he's doing a full schedule I, yeah, yeah, it's a full schedule, I guess. Does he do house shows too, or? Yeah, I think he's doing house shows too. Yeah, uh, so I guess we'll see him in June yeah. or July, whenever they come to the Coliseum and Madison Square uh, Garden depending, for their. Depending on that movie release, I don't know what's going to happen then. And by we, I don't mean me. I don't plan on going to that, but yeah. I just want um, a pay per view or a SmackDown or Raw at Madison Square Garden. I don't want to have continuously year after year now every october or whatever monday night raw live at barclays center i don't no thank you i don't want to go to brooklyn it was like the i I don't like barclays center uh we had naomi and cameron defeat eva marie and nikki bella uh special referee was summer ray it i it wasn't a bad match no and it's funny the when the first pinfall was supposed to happen I was I completely forgot Summer Rae was the ref and I was like what the fuck why isn't the referee counting? That's funny. And I was like oh shit. That's funny. What an idiot. Um, uh, and then I was like oh hell yeah that's that's awesome. I thought like uh, I was impressed with Cameron in the ring. I was impressed with Eva Marie when she wrestled in the ring. Uh, I mean it was very very basic, but it wasn't the shits. The one thing that I didn't like was that Cameron did a code breaker. I noted that down too. She's been doing it. That it's not the first time she's done it. But it's like, done very poorly. It's like the two two legs up instead of one, like. And there's no like there's no impact where it's like the person just could get back up. There's no impact because of the way that she even performs and sells it. Like she lays flat on her back after doing it. I mean, it's As just not. To what? It doesn't look effective. Well, not everybody can be Chris Jericho. Yeah, that's a fact. Speaking of facts, Bo Dallas made his re-debut on SmackDown. That is a fact. Defeating Sin Cara. Yes, you gotta believe. Uh, I'm cut that pre-match promo. Yes. Got got the crowd. Uh, uh, I guess introduced himself to the crowd, reintroducing himself to the crowd. I I thought it was a good match, and I. I thought that his mic skills were on par. I'm very happy that they didn't have the uh, Sin Cara lighting because I think it would have killed the 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 re debut. Yeah, and this, this this is a lot better than last time. Yeah, last time I feel like last time they didn't know what they really wanted out of that. They also last time they I don't think they gave him a mic like they did this time and. This time he has a gimmick that he is completely owning and making his own. While last time his gimmick was just a new wrestler taking out. Uh, yeah, it was. Aired. It was an underdog coming up. Yeah, but and and it was very. If I recall correctly, it was very dull and lacked. And it, there was no excitement behind it. Like right, every segment he was in, it was just like. Uh, and I just want to make note that I saw a lot of people on the internet writing about Bo Dallas's finisher being the Stratus faction. Yeah, this is the acid drop. It's yeah, the Dudley dog. 
because Trish Stratus did like a springboard and yeah. Spike would run with it. So and Bo runs with it. So believe that it's not Trish Stratus's Stratus. What did you say it was the Dudley dog? Yeah. Was that in the WWE? Yeah, I don't like see I don't I don't know if it was actually called the Acid Drop. I yeah, like I it, thought it, I don't think they they never called it Acid Drop in WWE. Right, it was the Dudley Dog and Yeah, WWE. in ECW it was called the the Acid Drop. Which is why in TNA he was LSD. Yes, that's a fact. Little Spike Dudley. And now he's a teacher. Well, he was well, a teacher was before a teacher. this too. Yes, up in Connecticut maybe. I I think so. Before think they were correct. superstars too. Is that what DVD he's on? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just knew that he was a teacher. Yeah. Uh, we also had Sheamus defeating Alberto Del Rio via disqualification. Uh, Sheamus hit Cesaro during the match. Cesaro was out there ringside. And uh, Cesaro grabbed Sheamus out of the ring and hit the neutralizer on him. Uh, let me just say the commentary was the way that they were uh, talking about Cesaro and Heyman. If it wasn't for Heyman being that commentary, it would have made them look so stupid. They're they're like because Cesaro starts speaking in French, I believe, and they're like, "Oh, so you don't speak English or something like that." And they were like, "We've heard like," uh, and then JBL or someone corrected the commentator, which is like, "We've heard him speak English before. We know that he speaks English." So it was Michael Cole. Yeah, it was. It was just stupid. I only know one phrase in French. What's that? Je suis la chanfie. And why do you know that? <laughs> no, that's French they're speaking, but they're not French. It's muzzy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, Cesaro following the match. Now the neutralizer on the outside of the ring to Sheamus. Coco beware's bird Frankie? Why? Because parrots repeat people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how dare you associate me with Coco Beware? I, I was going to say that, but then I was just like, wait, I'm actually curious as to why. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Sheamus won the match. Yeah, um, so Sheamus defeated Del Rio. That was a joke, by the what, way. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to make the same joke that you just made, but then it just <laughs> went over. Went over. Yeah. Uh, Usos defeated the Wyatt family. Via disqualification. Yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, it was. It was very I did, good. I did like Luke Harper, Irish with one of the Usos into like the second rope, like where they went like either like like kind of like chest first or throat first, like you know what I mean? I like it wasn't an actual like it was more of a throw as opposed to an Irish whip. Okay. It just it just looked cool. Yeah. So uh, the ending took place where Bray Wyatt shoved Jay Uso off the top rope. And Cena ran in and just hit the attitude adjustment on Eric Rowan. Like, yeah. well, I, I didn't understand, like, why that took place. But Well, I think that was just made really to, to show his dominance and to uh, – because when he did do it, he was staring down uh, Bray Wyatt at the same time. No, I, I do understand yeah. that. It's just I don't, like – the match ended in, like, boom, so quickly he's in there. Yeah. Like, normally John Cena is a guy that plays by the rules. Uh -huh. so it was it was I don't know, it was out of character perhaps. Um I don't know. Well not really. I mean he was playing by the rules. The DQ already took place. Yeah, that's right. Um alright. Now let's move on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, where do you want to start? Bads or middles? Middles. Might as well, we might as well kick it off with the bads. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, let's let's do that then. Authority promo kicking off raw with Brad Maddox getting fired. Yeah, well, first let's just say that they spoke about Daniel Bryan and Stephanie said that he should turn over the titles and Triple H then described Daniel Bryan as a flash in the pan, which I think it's more apparent that he's not a flash in the pan by now. Yeah. Uh, then Triple H spoke about how the Shield, the Shield contract signing taking place later that night and Stephanie then called out Brad Maddox and... Someone she swears she's not associated with, Kane, calls him down to the ring. Kane chokeslams him. He tombstones him. Then Brad gets fired. and I thought it, it was just a long segment. I thought it was it, pointless. It dragged. It was it just, was, did you, do you think it was pointless or no? No, I don't think it was pointless because they had to get Brad Maddox out of there, like out of that position. I just don't think it had to have opened up Raw, and I don't think it had to have necessarily taken place in the ring. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna have, if you need, I understand needing Brad Maddox out of that position. But then, what does it do for him? I don't think they care. It's like when the Spirit Squad was like the last time they were used or whatever. DX ended up throwing them in shipping crates to OVW. It's like, what does that do for them? That does. That's not how you like. Well, it could do a lot for Maddox. It like, could send him. They, I mean, they, I'm sure they have it planned out. Maybe he tries to get revenge on Kane. Maybe now he'll go back down to NXT, make his return to NXT, and uh, begin uh, wrestling again. I mean, I'm sure that they. I'm. I mean, I'm sure it's gonna work out. Yeah, and then um, we, we finish recording this episode and we see Brad Maddox released by WWE. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, that was all the bads. Let's go on to the middle. Cesaro and RVD. Cesaro picked up the victory. Yeah, Bad News Barrett was on commentary, which was nice. Yeah, definitely always nice. And uh, RVD is just, it, it's past his prime. Yeah, it's just... I mean, it's nothing against RVD himself or anything that he has done. It's just he, he doesn't – he's not up to speed with the other wrestlers. It's like he has to think before he doesn't move. He's just – Like Charlotte. Yeah, it just doesn't flow. <laughs> you hear that, folks? He agreed. Later no, I don't him. really agree with him. Um, Cesar was great here, though. Yeah, of course. Wade Barrett dis- uh, distracted RVD, and then Cesaro ended up eating a bro kick well, so, uh, from well, Sheamus running out. Well, after the match, that happened. Yeah, after the match, that yeah, happened. Sheamus ran um, down instantaneously and hit Cesaro with a bro kick. Yes, I just said that. Well, uh, I said it Eva as Marie if it happened took, during the match. Eva Marie took on Summer Rae in a match that I didn't even watch. So how was that, Brandon? Uh, it wasn't... I don't know. First of all, well, the match wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. Uh, right. Eva Marie beat Summer Rae, and it was it came to the end where Summer was distracted by Fandango and Layla coming out, uh-huh. and Eva hit a schoolboy on her to win, which I assume by now, I feel like I've seen her use that so many times, I'm just going to say that's her finisher. Yeah, right. Um, we also had El Torito taking on um, 
Drew McIntyre. Yeah, just say he defeated Drew McIntyre. I can't because I have to find it in my notes. Well, El Torito defeated Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. There it is. And uh, uh, Horn, what, do you want to talk about the actual match, though? Not really. I mean, there was just one spot. I thought it was kind of like... I get worried for Torito in these matches. Like, there was a point where McIntyre took him by the leg and, like... Oh, my God. Like, threw him in the air. Like, one-legged, threw him in the air. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, I hope that he doesn't dislocate his uh, his leg or doesn't... Like, he landed very close to the ropes. Hopefully, he doesn't actually hurt himself. That's like... Uh, did you watch that over and over again or no? No, I just watched it once. But, I mean, I could see, like... It reminded uh, it me. A gif, a it gif. reminded me of the video of the the little the little luchador dressed as the gorilla. Oh yes, getting drop kicked and he goes flying and like I don't understand how like if if he okayed that to happen. Yeah, he does like. Or if the the wrestler like is the, just like, oh no, he's like he's a like a throwing bag. We could just do whatever we want with him. Yeah, he does like a moonsault from the kick. And it's uh, like, what just happened? Yeah. Uh, you ever, after, yeah. What? Do you have more to say? Oh, uh, um, I was say, after this like, match, though, Hornswoggle attacked El Torito. Oh, yeah. Uh, tried to take his mask off and uh, ripped his tail off. And uh, then I guess it was announced that it'll be El Torito versus Hornswoggle on the pre-show I wasn't a fan of Torito selling that, though. Yeah, that was stupid. Like, but uh, on the pre-show again, it'll be a hair versus mask match, which um, I don't know if there's going to be like press tours soon or something, but people have to remember that Hornswoggle uh, played the leprechaun in the, the movie coming out. So I'm assuming there'll be some sort of press tour with that where maybe they needed him to have... Uh, short hair. Yeah, maybe he has to shave it for that role, or, or not, maybe not that's the role, what he just, had. just for the. Yeah, I assume because in the original Leprechaun movie, I never saw it, but I would just assume that he had shorter hair. And it's the same thing with. Kane. I think he had long hair, the Leprechaun. Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't. Know, I mean, maybe. he wore a hat. He wore a to- top hat. I have no idea. That's just my assumption. You know who the who played the Leprechaun, right? Yeah. Oh. I can't think of his name right now. Warwick Davis. Yeah, right. Warwick Davis, yeah. You know who else he played? Uh, he played a thing in that Star Trek movie. He played Wicked. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He it, played... was, it was the Star Wars movie. Yeah, one of the uh, Ewoks. And he was also Willow. Yes, and he was also Warwick on uh, his own TV show. I actually wanted to see that. That looked kind of funny. Yeah, I was so happy that when they when they came out with uh, like an hour-long Special for it. Yeah. Um, we also had... Oh, it was also oh, funny. Sorry to cut you off with that. But when they oh. sent... When Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant sent him and uh, Carl Pil- Pilkington, whatever his name is, to uh, all around the world, and they had to do stuff for, for Ricky. Like I think a, I'm mistaken. I don't think he was wicked. I think he was just... Uh, no. Ewok. Who's wicked? Wicked. Yeah, what does that mean? Ewok. Oh, I thought you were trying to say Willow. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you were saying, but I have no idea what what roles he played. I, I mean, other than those. Oh, no, yeah, no, I was right. I should have stuck Wicked. with my original. Yeah, Wicked from the uh, Ewoks, and he was also in uh, Harry Potter movies. Yeah, 
So, so go check yeah, him out. Warwick Davis, sure. awesome person. Um, Adam Rose defeated Davy Crockett, a.k.a. Damian Sandow. Yeah, it's sad to see where Sandow is, but like Completely. I've been saying for three years, maybe you have to break him down all the way to build him back up. Amen. Which and, is uh, such... Not, it's nothing I, against I hate, Adam Rose in this match, though. I, I hate saying that over and over again. It's like... They well, had the Sandow had that match of the year almost like yeah shit they like why didn't they I don't know they should have he should have been champion then but Adam Rose nothing to take away from him because I thought that he had he had a good showing in the match um and I thought I liked that he was serious like he was pissed off I like that because screw Mark Madden. Uh, <sighs> I Mark Madden, it. I mean, there is so many reasons why Brandon and I dislike Mark Madden. Um, he he went on to say how Adam Rose is a poor, a poor gimmick, how he's not going to be taken serious, how he is stupid, it's not going to get over or anything like that. Um, I, I, don't like see the, I don't see this Russell Brand character. Like, I never saw it. That's the thing. I don't see him as Russell Brand. It's not. I see they him say as Adam Rose. But they they say it's it's uh what's it Aldis Snow. Yeah, I don't see it. And though. I don't see that. Like Aldis didn't act like that. Yeah, I don't see it at all. Aldis, I see him more as like just a free spirited uh, kind of a guy that likes partying. Was this the one where uh, Swagger? Yeah, Swagger came out with his uh, lemon, right? Uh, Swagger came out with a little short dude in a yellow blow up suit. A.K.A. the NXT I producer. absolutely fucking refuse to call that a lemon because it's not a lemon. Nah. It's not even close you know to a lemon. If anything, it's a fucking star from Mario World. Nah. Yeah, you know that he, he's an NXT producer, I think. He looks like, he honestly, if I, if I, not that I've seen a great look of him, he looks like Mikey. I can see it. Whipwreck. But I like, I like the fact that Adam Rowe is like, Beat the crap out of Swagger. Like it looked like they had to send out a referee to pull him off of him at some point because he wasn't going to stop. Yeah, well, Swagger was going to cause that distraction at first, and uh, Rose went right back into the match and hit hit uh, Sandow with his finisher, and then they brawled, and Rose well, they wasn't didn't really giving up. Brawl. Well, Rose wasn't giving up. Yeah, they didn't. It was more just Rose beating the crap out of him, and I like that. I like seeing that Rose had that mean streak. He's not always that party hardy kind of a guy. Like when he gets pissed off, he will kick the shit out of you. Yeah, I I, I like that a lot. Um, so fuck you, Mark Madden. And I still I still think that uh, I still think that they need to change the rosebuds. Um, and then Alexander Rusev defeated Zack Ryder. What? What are you doing? I'm going through the match. We're supposed to be moving to the goods now. Oh, my bad. I just said the whatever. All right, on to the goods. Yes, Bray Wyatt came out <coughs> and with the with the Wyatt family to make uh tried to make Jerry Lawler get in the ring. And uh he refused and JBL stood up and got hit with a clothesline by Luke Harper. So he got taken out. <clears throat> then Lawler got in the ring and unfortunately before they could take him out Cena ran down. Uh, the Wyatt held John Cena off, and right before Bray hit Sister Abigail on Jerry Lawler, the Usos ran down, and they all fought the Wyatts off. 
We could have had a Monday Night Raw without Jerry Lawler and the Usos and, and John Cena ruined Renee it. Young. The Usos and John Cena ruined it for me. We could have had Renee Young on commentary. Which it should have been. Triple H dodged my question. That's because he knows this is the truth. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a good segment, though. Uh, Alexander Rusev defeated Zack Ryder. Um, they did make mention saying how Rusev now resides in Russia, so that kind of clears up that entire uh, Bulgarian stuff. It's like uh, with this match, <clears throat> as soon as you hear Zack Ryder's music, you're like, oh, he's about to get crushed by Rusev. I still get excited because I know that you're still going to have what? some Zack Ryder Zach offense. Zack Ryder matches excite you? You know that he's going to get some offense, and plus you know he's going to make that person look really well. Yeah, Ryder looked really great in this match. He was even he looked better selling the accolade than Rusev. Anybody. Looks. Well, then Rusev looks when he gives it. No, Rusev is selling it a lot better than he did. Not on Raw though. I thought he did. Um, next segment we had uh, Evolution taking on the Brotherhood. Evolution picked up the first victory after hitting Cody Rhodes with an RKO twice. Yeah, that was and then that it, part of the match was fantastic. And I, I really didn't want to see Evolution wrestle, but I was happy to see this. And the that this is what you were gonna say now is the one thing that I didn't like was after Orton pinned Cody, it got turned into a handicap no holds barred match. It's like it does nothing for either side to have Goldust lose there. And I then think it, doesn't it does. Make, it doesn't make Evolution look strong. It was just confusing to see. How? It shows that this is, it shows that you don't want to cross Evolution. That Evolution has the authority. They have the power. They have Triple H behind them. They have Stephanie McMahon behind them. You screw with them, you can face you can face Kane. You can face a consequence in a in a wrestling match. You have no. You have no fair chance against them. But like we I think haven't it's good. seen, we haven't seen that. Like their their dominance is taking place with people who don't matter. Per se. Yeah, but I think that it makes sense. I think it's good. So I disagree with you. I, it's like big it's, time. I disagree with I you. I feel on like that. it's it's if Zack Ryder was facing Evolution or something. It's like oh yeah, let's beat him down. Not at all. And then not restart at all. the I match think, and then beat him down again. Not at all. I think Brotherhood are a little bit above that. Uh, Bo Dallas made his Raw debut, defeating Sin. What? Re-debut, which I hated JBL was saying it was his debut. Well, it was his really, let's go no, with debut. Well, no, absolutely not. We've seen him um, wrong. His raw debut versus Sin Cara. Uh, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. It was pretty much your same match that you had on SmackDown. Uh, repeat. The one thing I did not like at all was that Jerry Lawler, I think it was, or yeah, JBL. No, no, you're right. Quoted uh, hours, uh, the Taylor Swift song. Like I have no clue why he did that or why he even knows the Taylor Swift song. It's like beyond my understanding. His niece or daughter or whatever. But no, that's no, that's not fair to say because I want to be fifty years old one day and know Taylor Swift songs. But to quote it, I don't know. No, that I completely understand. Like I, I understand Lawler if he likes Taylor Swift or something, but it. Just did not fit to do that. Yeah. And uh, it came off as creepy. Completely. But uh, I have to say that since WrestleMania, WWE's done a really decent job at having wrestlers debut or re-debut. Uh, I really think that this year they, they've had like the better, like the rollout more uh, spread out and more efficiently than they had in past years. 
Yeah, Triple H is doing a great job. Um, and Triple I H. like I like the fact that like Bo Dallas is doing his promo before, and then he'll cheer after hitting maneuver after the match. He'll yeah. run, he'll do like a victory lap, and he'll he'll shake which, the hands of his of Sankara so far. Yeah, we've also seen the victory lap from Jack Swagger though. Yeah, but not so, like that. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Pretty much the same thing. Um, but we also had Alicia Fox. Oh, uh, we had Stephanie McMahon. Oh yeah, but who cares about this? Calling out Daniel Bryan because she wanted him to surrender his championships, uh, and it sounded like he was going to give up the titles, but he didn't. And Stephanie said that if he doesn't surrender the titles at Payback, Brie Bella could uh, maybe be fired. So. I, yeah. really, I don't think he should give up his championships, and I don't think, quote-unquote, Brie Bella should be fired. And although, I, don't, I don't think I care about this storyline anymore. Although, oh, never mind. I was going to say, when we haven't seen Brie Bella wrestle in a while. Yeah. Uh, I was going to make a pregnancy rumor, but I think yeah. we saw her wrestle on... Alicia Fox took on Emma. Um, did Alicia Fox pick up the victory? Emma defeated Alicia Fox here. Okay. And I'm happy that Fox didn't win because I expected her to. I'm not happy with Emma, with her entrance. She's doing that little uh, trying to pull herself up in between the second rope for her entrance, unless she does it in NXT, where she doesn't hit it all the time. And usually in NXT, they're like, what? To see if she'll actually do it. It's not getting over in on the main stage. It doesn't look good. Well, you it have to give it time. I... I'm, I don't want it. I'm against it. I think you need to give that time. I'm good. Uh, Alicia Fox nailed an awesome big boot on the outside of the ring. An awesome big boot. I don't know if Emma. I've ever heard somebody say big boot and, and talk about a woman before. It was a big boot to the face. Like a big and boot it, move. Wise. Yeah, That's it was awesome. Um, there was a part where I thought Emma actually got hurt. Uh, she swung, Alicia Fox swung Emma like right into the barricade. And it looked like her face just slammed right against the barricade. I Were was you talking like, after the match? Yeah. What? Uh, why? You want to talk more about the match? No, I was just, I didn't know if you were speaking about something that took place during the match. Yeah, we already said that Emma defeated her. Yeah, I mean, but we, we didn't say after the match. Yeah, well, we're after the match. <laughs> I mean, use your common sense. Everybody watched it already. Wow. Um, Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Uh, after the match, then she flipped out and everything. She started yeah, she doing did her little crazy, wedgies. her crazy thing. Yeah, wedgies, which, throwing sodas. Which there's no way around it. They're 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 rolling with crazy. Yeah, they're rolling with crazy, and I'm okay with it because Alicia Fox is doing it better than AJ to a point. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, I thought AJ as a wrestler and character was weak. Yeah. Like, I might have been like, oh, AJ was great back then. But, like, then you start, we say this before, you start seeing little things over and over again, weekly things. You expose and, them. Yeah, just like RVD, something like that. You expose them. It, it happens. Um, and they expose, they overexposed AJ. But Alicia Fox is doing a good job with it. She is absolutely freaking gorgeous. I just don't know where this is going. Shit's going to the title. But I don't. Where else is like, it going to be going? Need, I don't. Yeah, obviously that. But I don't think like this Sunday. Where are we going to see? We'll figure that out when we get up to predictions. Uh, we also had Raw conclude with a contract signing between the Shield and Evolution. Um, uh, it you was also had Sheamus defeating Alberto Del Rio. 
Oh, yeah. Cesaro came out afterwards and attacked Sheamus, uh, just, I guess, to return the favor. Yeah. And uh, during the match, it looked like Sheamus was out of it, and the ref didn't even, like, check him. And I think that if you're going to have Sheamus be, like, out of it storyline-wise or whatever, why wouldn't the ref check on him? Like, you see that your wrestler in the ring is like looking dizzy or he's going to faint or something and then falls to the floor, why Why wouldn't you check on him? Well, that doesn't make sense to me. And then uh, you're just going to let him get kicked in the head by Del Rio. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. That was a terrible referee spot, I think. But as David alluded to it just seconds ago, the Shield and Evolution contract signing took place. Uh, the Shield started that thing off by throwing all the chairs out of the ring. Which, I have you recently purchased a desk chair like that? No, but I actually do. What? Um, I you do. actually do what? I do need a desk chair. Oh, those... I don't have that. Desk chairs? I don't know if WWE gets a discount or anything, but mine was pretty expensive. Yeah, no, those are definitely expensive chairs that they're throwing around. So... Um, yeah, but the contract signing, it was a contract signing. It was typical, predictable. You had a huge brawl. Um, and then it all ended when Reigns got triple powerbomb through the commentator's table. Well, with the whole, it wasn't a typical contract signing by no means at all. All right. I thought so. The Shield signed the contract and whatever, and then they threw the contract to Evolution, who were outside of the ring at the time. And Evolution's like, nah, screw this. Get in the ring. Let's fight. And then they all got in the ring, whatever, and that's when they started fighting, and Roman Reigns hit Batista with that Superman punch. And the way Batista sold it, it like it looked like he should have been knocked out completely. And I don't think he should have sold it that way if he had to get up and do more moves. So and I thought, I, I I was thought it was a fantastic it. sell. I just thought it was it made uh Reigns look stupid because I don't think so. I, 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 that's what How does opinion. it make because who, who besides you, who else is gonna be like he just sold it like that. He should be knocked out completely. There were other how people on Twitter. There were other people on Twitter right that agreed now. with me completely. All right. Well, I don't think anybody initially would think that unless you said something about it. Well, I'm just uh, saying. And I think – no, I, actually I think one person wrote in saying that they just said the same thing. Yeah, I'm good with it. Well. Yeah. All right. We got payback coming up. But that was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, the pay-per-view. Should we, should we do NXT first? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, what do you want to run down with NXT? Uh, NXT? I don't know. Let's just... Uh, I don't Camacho know. Camacho Rose we don't have to talk about. Well, we I just mean, did, I guess. Yeah, what, that what was kind it. Of sick joke was that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had the NXT Tag Team Championships on the line. Uh, the Ascension, Connor and Victor taking on El Cal and Kalisto. Uh, this match, to me, uh, it was a decent match. I definitely think El Locale's holding Kalisto back. Well, yeah. I think everybody will agree with you on that one. And I really wanted him to win. I really wanted them to win the champ the championships. But even with this, it's like you have Kalisto make his debut, what, two weeks, three weeks ago maybe? And he wrestles, what, maybe two single matches. And then he comes out with El Locale and they just challenge the Ascension. It was stupid. It was a bad setup. And I think the the fact that they made... I'm happier. I'm almost positive that El Local 
picked up the the loss for the team. Yeah, he did. Be, and it because if it was Kalisto, that would have been like, well, I don't understand why have him lose the match. Why have him even in this match? Like he's a singles wrestler. They had they had to do it because they don't have any other tag team to put Ascension against. That's going to do what they did. There's no other tag team. Right. I mean, so. I mean, you could throw. I mean, all of your Enzo Amari still recovered from an injury, and they don't really have the only other tag teams. The accession have pretty much went through already. And on, but unfortunately, I don't see uh, anything happening, anything changing anytime soon with Lo Cal and Kalisto. I see that. I see. Just for the, I mean, they had matching gear and everything. Yeah, but I, I think that they're going to go off on their uh, on more than one one occasion. They had. So far, this is the second matching attire that we've seen of theirs. Yeah, but they had no setup. I, I don't know. And and Kalisto, honestly, one hundred percent has to be a singles wrestler. I was excited at first to see Lo Cal and Kalisto, but after that match, it's just it's clear Lo Cal is, is holding him back. Lo Cal, he's better as a singles wrestler. Kalisto. No, both of them. Oh, okay. Both of them are better without each other. Uh, we had the WWE, the NXT Women's Championship finals take place as Charlotte, alongside Ric Flair, took on Natty Natalia with uh, Bret Hart. Yeah, and um, uh, on Raw, I thought it was funny how they described that this match. The only reason why it was important was because Flair and Bret were going to be there. Yeah, and it's like, it why would you been, build it like that? Yeah, it should have been important because this is the finals of a tournament. Yeah, like, oh, and this match is important because look who's in their corners. It's like, no, yeah. this match is important because they're crowning a new champion, you ass. I, I thought it was a very good match. I thought it was fine. The match was great. Yeah, I thought it was a fine match. I just I, don't think... What were you going to say? No, I, I was just going to say, I don't get what you, I don't get, I don't, I don't have think the same Charlotte, harsh feelings that you do against I don't, Charlotte. I don't think Charlotte deserved to be champion just yet. I don't think she but is, you, yeah, but she's the way too that you into are, her career. She's not, she's not what she should be. She's, okay, but her you, moves but are the, all hesitant, hesitations or whatever. I don't know what word to say there. All right, but the way that you're talking about her on Twitter and everything, you're making her sound like she is a shitty wrestler. She doesn't belong in the ring. She, she doesn't a, do anything. You've even asked, told me off this show. You said that all she is is a gymnastic. She is. Uh, gymnast. All she is. Yeah, absolutely. She's a pro wrestler. She's a gymnast. But she is a all pro wrestler too. All her moves are too. gymnast stuff. Her whole entrance, she comes down doing that gymnast stuff. Yes, and, that's and then fine. she, does, she, then she gets in the that? ring and does it, and it doesn't look good. It does look fine. No, it doesn't. When she does like her her, what is what move would it be? When what? she does, it's not a snapmare. When she like dives over the person like Ziggler would do, I, I forgot what she calls down. it. The all uh, bow to the queen or it, something it like just, that. It doesn't. That doesn't look good. That looks I like, think it looks great. I, well, that's I why. Disagree. That's I why people have great. opinions, and I'm allowed to my opinion. Yeah, but and you I tell me off that air that good. all of your opinions are correct. No, eventually they will be. Exactly. Eventually I they will be. That, I think that those. I think that that finisher looks fine. I think that that finisher is a lot of the person selling it. It depends on how they sell it. A lot of people have sold that perfect. So I don't really see what you're seeing. A with lot it. of her moves are hesitations. When she goes, uh, okay. she does a circle and then goes to chop. She does the circle, then chops. That's not how it should be. If you're doing because, that how circle, many times have you wrestled? Me? Yeah. That How's doesn't matter. That, that makes no sense. How many I years have I watched fine. wrestling and I've seen great wrestlers come and go? 
All right, well, she's just starting, gonna, and I think that you're very... She's not just starting. She's been here for two years. I think you're very harsh with your opinions on Twitter. put the title on her like that. I think you're very harsh and critical. Well, I have That's to be. That's how it is. I absolutely have to be. I don't think you have to be so critical. And, and I, if I, you, think, I think she's, honestly, she's the best of the Flair children, but... No comment there. I mean, that's not, um, that's not saying much. So then the finish ended up coming after you had a few teasing of the sharpshooters. Um, I like the I, figure four choke that she had. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, Charlotte ended up picking up the victory, celebrating with Ric Flair in the ring that she is the new NXT Women's Champion. And I guess she celebrated um, with Nat, Natalia and Brett. Natalia, Natalia shouldn't have been in there in that match at all, and neither should have Charlotte. Um, it should have been Bailey as new champion. Yeah, Bailey should have been champion or Sasha Banks. I thought honestly, I thought it should have been Sh- Sasha versus Bailey. I agree with you. I think that that should have been the final is Sasha Banks versus Bailey. And unless they unless they think that they're going to be calling up both Sasha Banks and Bailey very soon. Yeah, I don't know. That could and, be the only reason why I would presume that they weren't advancing as far as they did because they will be on WWE television very soon. And you told me last night that Sasha Banks is probably going to interfere and cost Charlotte the match. Did she even show up? No. That I hate so and much. I, I agree with you. Because Sasha Banks and Charlotte, they have the BFFs, the little, a little tag team, a stable kind of. Well, let me, it, let me give you a spoiler alert, which isn't really a spoiler alert, but it kind of seems like Charlotte's a face now. I don't, I don't get that. I don't get how that could happen, especially because the week before, Charlotte unintentionally cost Sasha Banks the match. Yeah. I thought that Smart would have been have Sasha Banks try to cost Charlotte the match, fail to cost her the match, have Charlotte pick up the victory, have her have Sasha Banks try to apologize to Charlotte. You have you have your first feud for Charlotte already. You have Charlotte versus Sasha Banks and Charlotte as the face. I would have been fine with that. Yeah, well, and uh, I thought it was course, funny. I'm not writing this. I thought it was so. funny. Everyone on Twitter was saying if uh, if Natalia wins, then Tyson Kidd loses. But if Natalia loses, then Tyson Kidd also loses. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of that, to go back before this match, we had the number one contenders match: uh, Tyler Breeze facing Sami Zayn in. Probably, I, I want to say, before the the the, the event on uh, the pre-show, I think, who said it? It was either Christian, Paul Heyman, or Renee Young on the commentary there, there saying that Tyler Breeze ends up having the, the match of the night. Oh, Christian was there? Yeah. All right. Yeah, and people were cheering for him, too. Interesting. He's like, how many of my peeps are here? And everyone cheered. I was like... What? Yeah, let's see if that actually works on a Raw or Smack or Raw. I don't even think I think he's still injured, but yeah, like this, I don't I don't know if he'll wrestle again. But, yeah, a uh, lot of people were saying that this was a very good match. Sammy and Tyler Breeze absolutely killed it. It's like I honestly I didn't know who was gonna win. I like the controversial finish where uh, where Sammy Zayn went for that uh, what is it the Yaku Yaluva kick? Haluva. You went Haluva. Yeah. Haluva kick in the corner, and Tyler Breeze ducked from it, and uh, hit. He put his arms up. Yeah, uh, to block it his unintentionally face. hit him in the in the, the nuts. 
Yeah, in the which, balls. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Like have, like I, I say, I, I feel like either. I've seen that. All, I I feel like I've said that like a lot of times. With I don't know if I've ever seen that before, but I really don't know if I've ever seen somebody not get DQ'd where for blatantly right in front of the referee having the low blow. Even well, it though, wasn't intentional. Even, even though it was an intentional, 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 intentional blow, low blow. It it wasn't intentional at all. I mean, right. they can't DQ him for that. He didn't. He didn't do anything. I mean, that's like. I mean, Sami Zayn injured his own balls. It's like he punched <laughs> him. He used someone to punch himself. Like he didn't do anything. <laughs> who's who's kicks better, mine or Sami's? Yours. Like there's. <laughs> Yeah, right. How many years have you been wrestling? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't see how that would be a DQ. Just just for the fact it was a low blow. But it was great. Tyler Breeze is now the number one contender. Yeah. Are you okay with his finisher? The beauty shot? No, no, is- 100%. Uh, that needs to change. Okay, I that- agree with you. I think that's – it's a spinning wheel kick. Yep. Anybody – Yokozuna, Mabel, these guys pe- – everyone's done a spinning wheel kick. Is it a wheel kick or a heel kick? I think wheel. Yeah, wheel kick I would make more sense. I guess a spinning heel kick is what uh, X-Pac would do in the corner. Yes, yeah. But that, so yeah, that, that's that got to change. Yeah, that has to change big time. Um, I, but, I, like, I don't even know like how – like when you decide like, oh, I'm going to do this as my finisher. You know, he's got to talk to Lance Storm and figure out something. Whoa, that, that makes perfect sense maybe. Uh-oh. <laughs> Tyler Breeze, he came from there? Yeah, Tyler that's, Breeze is a trainee from. Uh, that's a Lance student. That's a Lance Storm move. From, yeah, he's a graduate from Lance Storm's academy. Didn't even think of that. Maybe that's that's a little tribute right there. Lance Storm used to do that move all the time. Obviously not as a finisher, but that's true. Yeah, could be, could be. But um, our, uh, you you ready to move on? Yeah, let's do it. No, seriously, are you ready to move on? Yes. yes. Our yes. main event of the evening was for the NXT Championship, that being the champion Adrian Neville taking on the number one contender Tyson Kidd in... I, I don't even know how to describe this. It was an awesome, awesome match. Like, there was stuff in that match that I've never seen before. There, there was a, a, a rebound Russian leg sweep. Not a rebound. Well, it was a rebound. not a rebound, but a off springboard. the road. Yeah, springboard. There was that part where uh, where you had a top rope Huracurana, then you had that powerbomb spot from the turnbuckle where Neville did a complete moonsault, uh, well, a backflip, landing on his feet. Like that I, was a, I oh was my like, god moment. I was I have a speechless when I'm speechless now, thinking about that. Like I've never, I don't ever think I've seen that, and I just said that before. Yeah. I really, I really don't. That was fantastic. There was that move where Tyson Kidd had him, uh, I guess, hanging in the in the ropes, and he did that um, uh, the flip, the senton leg drop, I guess, rolling leg drop, whatever you want to call it, onto him. Uh, what was it? What's the uh, Booker T's finish uh, move that he used to do? Which from the turnbuckle? Oh, the Harlem, the Harlem Hangover, the Houston Hangover. No, I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe. What are you talking but about? I think, the, I think the, that the, was it. The, the rolling senton? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, all right. So that was it. Um, but awesome match. Great showing from both wrestlers. This I, helps out both wrestlers big time. And uh, I forgot to – like, I, as much as I wanted Tyson Kidd to win, um, I'm happy that uh, Adrian Neville picked up the victory and it solidifies him more as champion. Because if, like, oh, last NXT live event, he won it, and then, like, the next NXT live event, he would lose it. Yeah. you be like, ah, what, what was that? And then but, Tyson Kidd, I liked after the match, they were going to yes. talk, uh, Neville wanted a handshake uh, for the great showing, and Kidd just stiffed, uh, shouldered him. Yeah. Just walked right by him. I thought that the it's a great attitude from Kidd. I like Kid as a heel. There's rumors going around that they they may have him do a lucha libre kind of a thing. I think that would be stupid to tarnish anything that's gonna possibly be coming out of this. Well, we'll see about what happens. And uh, just to go back again to that number one contenders match, uh, I'm I'm happy that Tyler Breeze won because it Sami Zayn doesn't need to win in order to or become champion in order no. to. To be uh, anything great, no, because they don't need it to help their careers, and it's a, it would definitely help out Breeze. Yeah, and I think this uh, hopefully this will lead to Sammy coming up very very shortly. Possibly, um, I was I actually love, surprised from H. Yeah, I was asked about what NXT oh, wrestler he would like to have a match with I was, as an opponent, yeah. and his answer was Sammy Zayn. I was surprised that Triple H wasn't there, so that's what I thought you were going to say. Oh, yeah. But, um, Let's yeah, I want, well, I want to see, I want to see uh, Sammy in WW2K15. So hopefully he'll make it in his downloadable content. Yeah, I think it's a little bit too late. Smile? I think it's too late. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely is too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you never know. You never, you never know. Download you know, unless content. they... Unless they're doing like an NXT, uh, NXT kind of a which thing. they really should if they want to push NXT to the max. Yeah. They really even if should. they have NXT as like an option on the roster, like and just have like four or five wrestlers, like kind of like what they do with the divas. Yeah, like they already had the the arena and everything. I don't see any reason why they shouldn't put guys like. Uh, honestly, it should be it should be Pac. I keep saying that it should be Adrian Neville. It should be Sami Zayn. Uh, it should be uh, the Ascension, even though I would never use them. Who else should be? If you had to pick like two more from NXT, like who did you really? say? Neville, Zane. Neville, Zane, Ascension. Ascension, and then there's who else do they make shirts for? Breeze. I don't know Tyler Breeze. Eh. They have shirts for Breeze, Mojo, and uh, uh, yeah. Enzo. Yeah, I don't see them making the cut. Yeah, I wouldn't see them making <laughs> so, the cut either. Yeah, so maybe just those few. But we don't know. We They probably won't. But uh, WWE's got a pay-per-view coming up this Sunday. Chicago. Yes. Well, no, not Chicago. But, yeah, but Chicago. Pretty, pretty close to it. No, Chicago, Illinois. Mm, I don't think so. Yep. It's at the Allstate Arena. Which is not Chicago. Oh, I'm seeing location Chicago. It's in the area of Chicago. I'm seeing location Chicago. It's Rosemont, Illinois. Uh, I'm seeing location Chicago. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's not Chicago. Whatever, it's you're still area. gonna get a you're still gonna get a Chicago like crowd. Yeah, uh, yes, um, Illinois. Yeah, it's right there, Chicago. 
Let's start off with the pre-match. Hair versus mask. El Torito versus Hornswoggle. Let me get a pen and paper ready for this one. This match should be interesting. Uh, the last hair versus mask match. I, just, I don't even know. What was the, was the... No, I don't even know. Don't don't speak about things you don't know. I was going to say Triple H versus Kane, but I don't. I think it was just mask versus championship. Yeah, it should be a good match. I'm going Torito. I'm going El Torito, too, for the reasons I said before, even if those reasons wouldn't be correct. All right. Uh, I guess you want to go to the last man standing match and then work our way to the titles? Uh, well, let's say Big E versus Rusev. Okay, I'm going to go with matter. Rusev. It better be Rusev. You going Rusev? Yeah, I don't even think... Like, that was so yeah. stupid that Langston ran out during Monday Night Raw and did that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. That's not a feud. I want to see it all. It's. I, I predicted it back when he... This is, it no, has to happen yeah. this way. It shouldn't. It has it to happen really this shouldn't. way. Uh, I guess let's go into the Divas. Well, no. Uh, why we got to... Let's throw the champions some respect. What, so you want to do Bray Wyatt? <laughs> yeah, let's say John Cena right. versus Bray Wyatt. I'm going Bray Wyatt. Last man standing match. If Bray Wyatt does not win this match, I will be so completely confused. So I am going with Bray Wyatt. You are. All right. Uh, since we're going champions last, let's go with the no holds barred six-man tag elimination match. Evolution versus The Shield. I'm gonna go with the shield. I'm 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 having a feeling that we're gonna have the uh, same picks. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with going. the shield as well. Okay. Or does something Let's... happen during this match where it's like, no, actually, it's this match. Nah, I don't. Or does think like so. Fandango and Swagger and all them run down? Yeah. Uh, Divas champion Paige taking on Alicia Fox. I'm saying Paige. You're going Paige. And don't do like, oh, just for switching it up, I'm going to say Alicia. I mean, if you, uh, you want to truly think Alicia Fox is going to win the championship, I don't see it being here. Nor do I think it should be here because that belittles Paige. Yeah. I want to say just, Alicia Fox, but I can't, I can't see it right now. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Just say, I'm going to go say, Paige. Yep. I... Uh, all right, United States Championship match, Sheamus versus Cesaro. Where are you going? Honestly, fuck, man. I really want to see Cesaro win, but can I see him? Where are you choosing? Pick first. Shit. I got mine rooting down already. So what would you pick? I picked Cesaro. I, like, I'm really torn here. I think this is the perfect time. Even though Sheamus just won it, I think it's good. I'm gonna say Cesaro as well. Then, damn it, I have I have to. And you should really, pick first. Yeah, well, it still would have been Cesaro. All right, pick first for the next. <laughs> but with this, I really want. Yeah, like this is gonna be a fucking joke of a match here. But I really want if Cesaro does win the U.S. Championship, I'm completely fine if he takes it and turns into the European Championship. Exactly, and I, I think that's what's going to be. Coming about. Why? Who are you? Backstage Booker? What do you got? What do you got? Could you be. got backstage news? Uh, I'll tell you off air. Uh, we got bad news. Barrett defending his championship, the Intercontinental Championship, against Rob Van Dam, who won the Beat the Clock match. Uh, all the matches, whatever he advanced, uh, should have been Cesaro. But if Cesaro wins this 
United States Championship, I'll be more happy with that. Than him losing to Wade Barrett, I am going with Wade Barrett. I'm going with Wade Barrett. Were you going to go Wait, with I'm sorry. Cesaro? I'm sorry, I'm going with Bad News Barrett. Were you going to go with Cesaro if I didn't pick Cesaro first? I was heavily leaning towards saying Cesaro just because of um, Sheamus. Well, first it was Dean Ambrose's champion, as everybody knows. And Sheamus won it in a battle royal. And I feel like he was just going to be the transitional champion to whoever was going to be. So next. we have all the same picks now. You should have won with Sheamus. I, you're not taking. You're going first next time. I went first next time. Also, you're going to pick time. Also, yeah, I just went bad news Barrett. Yeah, oh, like I it's going to be like I'm going to choose I picked, RVD. I picked Hornswoggle first. I picked Rusev False. first. False. You picked Hornswoggle first. I picked Torito first. You oh right I'm sorry I picked, and I picked Rusev first. Really? Yeah. I don't recall that. I remember picking people first. Actually, no. Maybe not Rusev. Maybe you you introduced Rusev's match, but I did say Torito first. That's odd. I remember myself picking Torito first. Nah. Well, that is. All right. Well, we can't have this all be the same. What's the fun of that? What do you mean? Let's have it come down to one match. I don't know. I, I'm not changing my answers. Where Do we not have... Oh, right. Look at that. Another pay-per-view without a, a World Heavyweight Championship there. Well, Danny Bryan yeah, is coming uh, off the surgery. I mean, we're going to find out what his response is. And it's here we go. Be no. Here we go. Here's the wild card. Daniel Bryan, does he hand over the championships? Yes or no? Does Brie Bella get fired? I'm going to go... No, you pick first. <laughs> I'm not picking first for you. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, that's how it's going to go. You pick first. The wild card. Well, Daniel Bryan. I have to write this down. Wild card. Wild card. Daniel Bryan. Will Daniel Bryan hand over the championship? And risk <sighs> Bree, uh, Bella being fired. I really... Shit, man, I don't want to see that. I'm going to say no. He doesn't hand it over. All right. And what were you going to say? Now you're switching your answer. No, because I already had mine written down. That yes, he does? Yeah, I think he's going to hand it over. I Honestly, I think, I think it's, that'll happen. But I think he's going to hand it over, and we're going to start seeing uh, oh, wait a Dennis minute. Bryan build it back up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's already in the books. Yeah, but I'm not changing my thing. All right. What if he goes to hand it over and no chance, if that's what you got, comes out, Vince McMahon comes out and goes, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. No. <laughs> that's funny. Are you serious? Sorry. It was your first funny <laughs> joke of the day. I had of to... the decade? Yeah. No, what if Vince McMahon comes out and it's like, ladies and gentlemen, uh... Uh, we have a new general manager. Here it is. Or something. Or Vince McMahon. Nope. Or no. And Daniel Bryan doesn't have to hand over the championship. And who's the new general manager? I have no idea. Why would he have to have the new general manager? No, I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe he introduces a new GM. Or maybe he just says, like, oh, no. This is this. He doesn't have to do it. All right, so you're going no. I'm so I'm going yes. 
That is the wild card. Whether or not Daniel Bryan will give over the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Um, yeah, so that's payback. Let's get on to the finale. Let's get on to some shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. It's shameless plugs time. And as requested, the shameless plugs will be, I guess, read. To, to your best of ability? Song, to the best of my ability to the <laughs> Ultimate Warriors theme song. So, so you can say challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and hit play, and then we shall be rocking and rolling. B. Montan B at NYWC underscore sign guy. Justin at J underscore Mac 13. Justin at Justin DeRosa 316. Steve at Smegma. Steve underscore of underscore Smeg. Jobber Nation Radio at Jobber Nation. Rohit at Rohit CR2K. Rodier at Anthony Romeo 1. Alex at Bullion S Film. And Edward at the at underscore the underscore Edster. Richie at Richie Vargas underscore Brittany at Glamazon Broski. The President Bits at President Bits. Roger at Roger Power Tweeter. Bad News Bulldog at WWE Bulldog. Jasmine at Reverse NM Sahaj. MDK at Michael Keys 14. Perry the Entertainer at the PTE Show. Weekly Wrestling Podcast at Weekly W Podcast. Boom, 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 boom. Now, do I have to continue reading? That was the. Um, I don't. You know, uh, I, I have to say that you did a lot better than I thought you were going to. Thank you, thank you. However, that, that was no, just no, that don't, was don't, just don't the, thank oh, me yet. I didn't even say that. Those were the people that uh, promoted us during uh, Monday Night Raw and throughout the week. Oh, and the, or the people that wish me a happy birthday. So thank you very much. Don't so thank what were you going to say? Don't thank me yet because uh, I kind of fell off at the end there. With what? With the uh, – didn't it kind of sound uh, – didn't sound like Ultimate Warriors theme song at the end. Yeah, it got into like the guitar solo parts. Oh. So I had to like kind of eat along it a little bit. Well. Because like it, it goes the fast bait but then you had the – long like guitar parts well i'm sure people are going to be laughing at that yeah at, so at it not with it so yeah bam roasted <laughs> that's all right <laughs> if you would like me to read the promotions in any sort of way just let us know with a comment read it um, in free bird <laughs> yeah right uh, <laughs> all right june 6th um in barnegat new jersey you're gonna have jersey championship wrestling Go follow them on Twitter at JCW Pro Wrestling and check them out at jerseychampionshipwrestling.com. You're going to be seeing X-Pac, Sean Waltman there. You're also going to be seeing Joey Janela and a ton more. It's well worth it. JCW Pro Wrestling. Also, oh, you gotta... I, I'm sorry. I was just going to say a little fun fact about uh, Barnegat, New Jersey. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> Is, uh... Oh, everyone... Uh, that's that's in a it's in a Frankie Valley song in uh, My Eyes Adore You. Oh, they, yeah. They they uh they walk walking home every day over Barnet Barnegat Bridge, 
So wow. I assume that's in Barnegat, New Jersey. That may be it. Yeah. Um, and the third Seamus plus. Oh, Barnegat Bridge and Bay. Yeah, it's Barnegat Bridge. <laughs> Barnegat Bay. Look at that. There you go. You learn something new every day. I assume. Uh, that's what I assume. All right. Well, we have a few events coming up for North Northeast Wrestling, uh, NEW. Go follow them. And go check them out on uh, online, northeastwrestling.com. They're going to have Spring Slam on June 6th in Spring Valley, uh, New York. Then you're gonna where you're gonna have Mick Foley, Jerry Lawler, Booker T, and Matt Hardy. Then on the the night after, you're gonna have Rage in the Cage in Connecticut and Sonia, Connecticut, where Scott Hall is gonna be there and Matt Hardy. And then a little bit further down the line, which I'm gonna talk about when we get closer to it, but they're going to be having Wrestling Under the Stars three. Uh, I think it's going to be taking place in August. I believe you're gonna have. The Hardy Boys teaming up to take on the young, the young Bucks. You know when uh, when Matt tweeted out that it's going to be a probably another dream match. Yeah, I was I was quite disappointed. Really, I think that this is a. I think that's awesome. The Hardy Boys for the versus the Young Bucks. I was disappointed the first time. I think that that's awesome. And then another I've, dream match that's going to be taking place that night. Is Jerry Lawler taking place in a match? He's going to be going head to head with Kevin Steen. So you're going to have Kevin Steen versus like Jerry who's, Lawler. Whose dream match is that? I don't know. I think that's pretty <laughs> awesome. You're like, also going to have. I understand that the Hardy oh. Boys and Young Bucks could be a dream match, but for me, I think okay, Lawler, me- Lawler versus Steen isn't a dream match, but that's awesome to see. You're also going to have Bret Hart there and Booker T. Part of so, me for that dream match, deep down when Matt said it was going to happen, I thought it was going to be the Rock and Roll Express. I don't know if that ever happened before, but... That would be kind of interesting. I would love to see that. Yeah, and then uh, to finish off that, you're also going to be having Bret Hart there with Booker T. So yeah, go check out northeastwrestling.com um, for any more information. And they're going to be announcing a lot more for that event. Uh, Brandon, you got any shout-outs? Oh, that's it! The first shout-out goes to Barry Gibb. If you don't recognize the name, he is the last surviving member of the Bee Gees. And I saw him last Friday night, and it was such a great show. Uh... Normally, I'd recommend seeing him, but I don't think there's any dates left or many dates left. I know it was like a six-date tour, so uh, if you saw him, that's cool. Rock on. Definitely try and see him in the future. Uh, Number two, there's a new show on Fox called Riot, and it's basically an improv game show with a regular cast, and then they have celebrity guests. Uh, I thought it was a funny show. They have... uh, I don't know what they actually called it, but there was one thing where the scene, they had it tilted at like a 22 degree angle or whatever. And uh, the the camera was, was straight on. So it looked like it was just normal. And everyone was like, they had to like walk and climb up a hill. It looked like it was funny. Check that out too. Uh, and then number three, uh, Dave, you could touch on this one as well. The New York Rangers get the last shout out. Uh, they're going to the Stanley Cup Finals. It would be awesome to see if they uh, to see them win again twenty years later. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're both very happy uh, in being Ranger fans. Um, I, I sometimes get slack, though, because uh, back when I was a child... You I, were an Islander fan. Yes, I was an Islander fan. You even had an Islander uh, Islanders jacket. I didn't have an Islanders jacket, I don't think. I know Zach did. I think did. you did. There's oh, the was big it, bombshell, right? Was it Zach? Yeah, my younger brother Zach had the Islander jacket. But I, had I an thought Islander, it was you. I know, I had an Islander jersey, and I still have it. Um, yeah, but but very I happy. Was, I was an Islander fan because I love. I might be the only one, but I like the uh, the fisherman logo. Wow, you are the only one. And, uh, I will speak. I will speak for society <laughs> as a whole. And yeah, you are the only one. And I liked the fact that it was uh, blue, orange, and white colors. It was it was Nassau County. It was uh, New York Met colors. But I went to so many more uh, Rangers games. Uh, yeah as a kid and ranger events and i've met rangers and like just the i don't know it's like if they were if they were hockey fan, like huge hockey fans listening to this like they'd be so like wow like this kid doesn't deserve to do what he did like meet so and so and be it like this close to the game and action and everything but i'm very i'm very uh uh what do I want to say? Grateful. Yes, grateful. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I'm grateful for the experiences I've, I've had over the times. Um, yeah, I mean, even with uh, Carey Price, the Montreal goalie, uh, with his injury, I don't think that it made that much of a difference because their backup goalie played superb. Um, it was yeah, a this good series. series. Yeah, this series was great. And uh, each team, it's like... I mean, it wouldn't be a great series without. I mean, that game, what, last night, two nights ago, or three nights ago, actually, which was, uh, what, when was it? The first, uh, the, first uh, the, the last game, the one that the Habs won. Uh, the game before yesterday? Yeah. No, so, the, uh, I forgot. Whenever Wednesday? it was, whenever it was, it's like, yeah, that was a great game, and it was like, they came back. Maybe they could have won the whole series, but. Bam roasted Montreal Broski. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but regardless, it's still NHL hockey playoffs, um, and no matter who's playing in the game. Sorry, it's sorry to cut you off. Just Bam roasted the Islander fans everywhere because they are some of the biggest fucking doofs of all time. Every year, oh, this is our year, and then it's like, oh, the Rangers are in it. Screw you! Like, fuck you. This is happening. This shouldn't happen. That's fans as a whole, though. Yankee fans, Mets fans. No, no. Fan. Yankees fans are douchebags, and so are Islander fans. I, I think that is funny because you'll have – I will never see – I barely see any of it, but it's always like – like when the Mets beat the Yankees, the Yankee fans are saying, oh, the Mets are, fans are celebrating like they yeah, just – Yeah, they all blow it up and shit. What I, and what's funny is I didn't even see one fan on Twitter of, a, of the Mets – Putting uh, a status about it, I saw more statuses about the Yankees. Uh, but even, even Yankees. when, but and then even when the Yankees uh, won the other games, no Mets fans were like, "Oh, it's very, it's very hypocritical. It's very hypocritical." And it's not all fans; it's just the majority of the fans. It's like, yeah, oh yeah, like I would love the Islanders to get in the cup, but uh, they didn't. Again, I'm gonna bash the Rangers because they got in it. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's move With on. No hard feelings. Yeah, let's let's uh let's move on to our. Burr, burr, burr. 
That's right, our mark out moment of the week. Dave, do you have any mark out moments this week? Because I know I have mine and we spoke about it earlier. Yeah, I think it's the same as you. That springboard Russian uh, leg sweep that happened during the Tyson Kidd and Adrian Neville match, man. That is a fucking awesome move, and I don't mean to curse there, but I'm just like that devolved of a human being that I have to use curse words to enhance my vocabulary. Tough guy, <laughs> and I makes everything sound better when I add a fuck you in there. I'm gonna add to that the backflip that Neville did in that in that match. To He's prevent... adding a backflip in there that reversed the Hurricanrana. Tough guy. No, that reversed the powerbomb. Excuse me. But that is our podcast for the week. Marking out episode 173 has come to an end. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you for all of your comments and tweets and everything that you have done for us. Uh, you can go listen to their past episodes, markingout.com. You can go subscribe on iTunes. Please rate us a five comment and all of that. I don't even know. Do we even read the comments? I read um, the comments. I mean, we haven't had a comment on there in so long. So go comment on iTunes. Let's get oh, us up there. Thank you for bringing that up. David, this is our three-year anniversary on on iTunes. Wow, Mazel Tov. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I, well, actually, our first, I believe our first episode that was available to download, we had like three at once. <clears throat> And the uh, the first one would have been the the Macho Man tribute episode, which was May twenty seventh, I think. It was the week after he passed away, and uh, everything was available, I believe, to download on June fourth. So that's coming up next week, which I guess would be this episode. So uh, thank you for all the support. Yeah, for sure, uh, we appreciate it. Um, and you can go check us out on Stitcher Radio. You can follow us on Twitter, on Twitter, marking out, and we live tweet and all that fun stuff. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. And you can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. And you can follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. And we are marking out. And we wish you the best of luck in your future ever. Great week. Ah, What's a tough guy?